start and end are both created constructs if you see in our daily conversation as well we are always looking for a starting point and a ending point and that exactly is the reason why so much of literature so much of text so much of stories have been written around the start and maybe also the expected end of the universe so every religion have their own story every uh, sect has their own way of looking at the birth of the earth and the expected one time destruction of the earth called by different names in different uh, religions and in different languages so in the same way uh, we as human beings want to find out the start of when we started as a human being and then as individuals and also the end of it and that's where the i comes into picture and if we see uh, the i starts from our birth is what we assume and we want a logical end to it and that's why we take the date of death welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday here we interact read and share experiences with an intent to be and to create your host for today are prasanna and myself shantesh let's get started if you see uh, the way people have been um, coming and going so different uh, within the human breeds also there have been different human species which have come and gone but still there is that collective conscious which is going on from years after years and collective intelligence some call it collective conscious whatever it is same way even as an individual we keep on changing ourselves our body our physiology our uh, biology keeps changing regularly and we still continue to keep that collective conscious of i and that i is something which we are going to discuss today yeah so prasanna what comes into my mind is the idea of i itself is quite fluid it's not a rigid structure it's although very deceptive that we perceive it as a rigid form that this is me and this is me but that i which as an identity comes from even if i refer to this body every 7 years most of our cells degenerate and new entirely a new body is actually formed so which is that i then so the i is not in the physicality but rather the essence of what i encapsulate the story that is created around me and therefore that i as an identity is sort of created now this i keeps playing the role of certain acts and in a certain expected or predictable manner and therefore this particular identity until it's moving around it's termed as its life and therefore we then put a beginning and an end to it now we really want this beginning and an end to it because only then we can comprehend it in the context of time if there is no beginning if there is no end then it also again deceptive but makes it extremely uncomfortable it's not real that that is an uncomfortable situation but we assume it's so and so we are kind of compulsively bound to define this start and end and somewhere in that there are multiple starts and multiple ends to this i now let me give you an example because when i am a student i say i am a student so there is a start of that student life there is a end of that student life then i am a professional until i until the day i retire so the start of that professional life and the end of that identity 
is also there. Similarly, beyond our life, lifetime itself, there is an I which also exists because the I that I encapsulate, as I understand now, my idiosyncrasies, my patterns, my way of being, my understanding, my relationship with people around me, money uh, or anything, comes from a construct that is given to me by my parents and probably their parents and their parents. So if I start looking at this I as in a fluidic manner, it can contract and it can expand in a boundless manner. It's just that to comprehend a story, we always, with our convenience, without saying, put, when we, in a context we refer to I, without saying, we kind of determine what is the start and the end of that. So we kind of start playing that way. Right. And then, uh, Shantesh, if we look at the merits and demerits of having this I, I was just looking at what becomes available and uh, what are some of the demerits of course the demerits we all know it it gives birth to the ego and then ego plays in every walk of our life i i wouldn't call merits and demerits prasanna first of all uh, the identity comes into picture as a concept it's not real but what starts happening is that we get so engrossed into that concept that we start believing it to be real and that is where our uh, uh, sort of game starts to play because we th- we are then taken over by that I instead of we sort of governing and directing that I. And so when I say we, which is this I that I am saying as we governing and directing I. So I governing and directing I is sort of paradoxical in a way, so to say. But what happens is that it allows us to also comprehend the story. So probably comprehension of the story is what you're calling as merit and then ego playing you're calling as or referring as demerit. But Correct, absolutely. Wh- hmm. So what I... Yeah, go ahead, Shana. So yeah, what so... I... <laughs> so what I was saying is that in, in the... I, I wouldn't call it merit and demerit. It's the two sides of the same coin. And it will... One encapsulates the physicality of it, the other encapsulates the essence of this I. We just got to be a little bit aware of where it is coming from. Each time. Yeah, absolutely. So if we look at uh, the things which become available, as I was saying, are the things like, for example, uh, when we are looking at survival, when we are looking at uh, expansion of the species, of human species, uh, that all becomes available, not to that limited extent but if you see the advancement which human being has done in terms of technology in terms of uh, medicine in terms of biotechnology i think that is all possible because of that identity you can say or status which which all human beings are uh, looking at and so it is not limited only to the survival of an individual but then survival of the species as a whole and then the other aspect which we discussed was coming from the ego and which keeps coming in our way in a day-to-day life where uh, we get hurt, we get uh, sometimes even pampered, we get sometimes satisfied, dissatisfied by our ego. So, so yeah, so I think you put are. these two facets very rightly because the first one which comes from the survival mode is because in the physicality that we exist in, we experience pain and pleasure and the pain is undesirable of course and the pleasure is something that you want to live in a sort of continuum or a continuous state and 
all this is experienced primarily through the five sensory organs that we hold and then how we make meaning out of it is another part of it but that is where it starts sort of blurring the boundary but first looking at just the primary sensory organs through which we perceive life around so our constant strive is to preserve that because you are you you, you want to preserve it's a natural instinct uh, that is how uh, a sort of nature has nourished us and we will start looking at preserving it in an instinctive manner but what also happens is that you want to preserve it because if you don't preserve it or if it starts degenerating it becomes painful and that that's how that instinct probably comes from so the preservation of i here is the physical aspect now without realizing within our body there are elements which are constantly being changed uh uh we we preserve so that sense we do not encapsulate when we while we are preserving the whole uh, uh, as, as a sort of a natural process and therefore the degeneration of a cell for example it comes to birth and it becomes old frail and it naturally dissipates when it naturally dissipates there is no pain just like after the end of the season a leaf dries and it naturally falls but if you cut a fresh branch then of course uh, uh, even science today says that there are uh, different types of uh, sensory perceptions in a plant life and they feel the pain of it but naturally your uh, uh, leaf degenerating is not painful and similarly what happens in our body is the natural degeneration is not painful but sometimes you get a cut and certain cells around that cut die that becomes painful because suddenly we experience pain now this is the physical aspect of it the other aspect which then starts building is that in this we start mixing up the i coming from the identity the essence of it and i would like to bring the example of this uh, japanese shrine uh, which is built every 20 years in mi prefecture isijingu uh, shrine which we had covered in one of the stories uh, or one of our posts earlier uh, many months ago and uh, the entire thing the shrine is constructed being constructed every 20 years every two decades it's dismantled uh, whatever are the good parts of it are retained are polished are uh, the wood and all is oiled and seasoned and again used the ones which are degenerated are either if they are repairable are repaired or replaced now this tradition in a written record is itself going on for 1300 years uh, some believe that it's a culture which is more than 2000 years old now which is that structure that we actually see in its physical form is it something that was built only in the last 20 years or is it something that exists for centuries together how do you define which is that i uh, which is that identity of that but what happens is in its physicality maybe the structure is only in the last 20 years maybe all of its parts are not even 1300 or 2000 years old when since when that tradition started but in its essence it exists for over 2 millennia similarly even if our body keeps de- degenerating in one lifetime for say 10 or 12 times totally it degenerates and a new body is formed in our essence we are what we are as a package as a collective of information and 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 perception that we bring to the table but in the physicality we do not exist as that so with that kind of boundary keeps 
uh, shifting. Yeah. And if you see, uh, when we are talking about parts of a particular monument or structure, if you see, for that matter, even if today we are just building one compound wall, the stone which we are using might be 2000 year old. So mm. is the compound one 2000 year old or is it something which we constructed today? So as you rightly said, the material is or the uh, that essence is like a it's it's, con, it's in a continuum. It's a time space continuum which is always happening, and we are lo, we are attracted towards logically having a start and end to everything we do, and that's why we started today's podcast with that. That this construct of start and end is very fascinating to us. We want to have a logical start and a logical end to everything, and that's where we start building the story of I, the creation of I, and the destruction of I. And that logic, logical start and end, what you are saying, Prasanna, is the logic that sense makes sense to me. Okay, it, it might be irrational, but that that gives a sense of wholeness to my perception. So it is again satisfying that ego. Yeah. And then at certain stage or age or whatever you can say, we realize that it is not correct. In a subtle way, we realize that. And that's where we want to see ourselves without that I. And then this whole journey of spirituality, of mindfulness, of uh, getting experience through meditation, the experience of not being with the I, which you get by meditation, which also is available by psychedelics, is mm. something which we all run behind. And now that we have solutions of spirituality, religion and psychedelics with us, we are finding the problem. We have realized what it is, but we are not okay with that. So we want problem or a question to a solutions which are available in the market no our identity wants a solution uh, so there are two things that starts happening so meditation is an example which you brought forward which is fantastic because when you get a sense of realization that there is something off that you are driving your entire life through this eye and there is something uh, beyond that perhaps and you are because of this eye what you actually are seeing is clouded you realize that and then you get into any of these modes psychedelics is another aspect uh, but but essentially what you are looking at is to distinguish the i from the being and the sense of being comes from uh, just being in this at this moment and and experiencing life as is perhaps this idea of where does sense of being come from could be another topic for another time but where does this then i dissolve you get that sense of i being dissolved completely when you are meditating or you are in that trance like state now that could be happening through chanting that could be happening through going to a temple that could be happening through various ways and for yeah, each yeah. it's their own way uh, but essentially we all strive to expand uh, experience this now why or where does this sense of being or sense of experiencing come from i think in all this we are trying to gather as much as we can if you see what i am doing essentially is i am a collection of things what i refer to i is a collection of a lot of information lot of gathering lot of accumulation that i do throughout life and the purpose for that if i look at it in a slightly deeper manner I just want to become boundless. I don't want to sort of stop and limit myself to this. So I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to. Alexander is a great example of that because he wanted to rule the entire world. 
so as we perceive whatever he he had a perception of this planet earth if he had a perception of the universe and if there was a means then he would have said i want to rule the entire universe but what essentially we are trying to do is we want to include everything into us we don't realize that and what we start doing is that i want to include but you also want to include so there is a fight and i don't realize that you and i are the same in that process and i am i am including you into me not i want to be included into you so you then create a duality already but if we look at it slightly in a different manner and if we just realize that i want to just include everything into me essentially i am saying that i want to become boundless i don't want to be defined by just this i want to have everything into me and i think sense of being actually just provides that right there right now actually that was my point so when we are saying we want to there is nothing to want it is already there the problem with us is we are not okay to acknowledge that if you see this realization of absence of i is already there but we want to get it through some other way in spite <laughs> of we having it because we just think that it can't be so simple hmm and we are not comfortable to acknowledge because we feel a pseudo threat we feel that our identity will be uh, uh challenged or dwarfed and we feel that what if i am actually a part of a greater i because i i first of all i create this duality between i and you therefore i feel that i am being threatened by something else so i i really want to then not become part of something else but you are already that as well as this you are already a 1300 year old shrine as well as just a 10 or 20 year old structure so which is it because i am already since the dawn of time as well as i am this body born in a certain year and for a limited period of time so i'm one gets that sense of realization uh, uh and that is probably only through comprehension now how do we get that in experience is a question because why i'm bringing this aspect of experience prasanna is because uh, comprehension it's like you know that you are obese and you have to go to gym but knowing doesn't help you really have to bring into your experience the sense of workout and then sense of fitness and only then you can actually derive or achieve fitness so essentially i am trying to kind of question the same thing that knowing in this whole conversation is only intellectually kind of comprehending what is i and what is not i that becomes only philosophy how do how does one then experience it or how does one apply this philosophy in their life so so i i honestly think that it is not even it's just simple realization i don't know whether to call it philosophy metaphysics psychology i don't know honestly it is simple realization and experience also is limited experience something which you can get by meditation by the way you can see yourself away from the eye but that is a very limited experience in the sense limited time for a limited time and you will be again back to your normal way of being and normal experiencing your eye again so my point is experience may give you that uh, taste you can say but then it is just for some time so even relying too much on experience is not a very bright idea best is a simple realization so that is what i would like to say the probably thing, also why because experiencing would be limited by this body again as we said earlier that experience happens only through this 
sensory organs primarily and therefore your experience would then be limited whereas realization in that sense of realization and realization should not be confused with comprehension or intellectually understanding things correct uh, the other topic i quickly wanted to touch shantesh is on the birth of selfishness coming from i the moment we say i uh, the kind of selfishness which comes from i also leads to many other solutions which are available in terms of generosity compassion kindness because then when we realize that because i is creating non generous environment non compassionate environment for us we start looking for bringing generosity compassion and kindness in our life and this selfishness if you see goes to such an extent that other than we human species all other species for us they also have a i but that's we 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 think that that's a small i and ours is a capital i <laughs> and our capital i is so big that we have the audacity to say that we want to save the earth sometimes i always wonder like if i look at this planet from a distance and see all the organisms crawling on it living then perhaps human species is the cancerous organism that this planet has which nature is trying to fight itself against and and revive itself but that kept aside what you are saying is essentially we feel that the limitation of i comes into picture and therefore we start doing the opposite which is then instead of bringing the selfish act we start becoming generous and things but in both these situations there is a duality that is created a dual situation if this is white then this is black or if this is uh, uh solid then this is thin air and we kind of start creating this if we do this if this is happening then the opposite might be true and in that there is duality and i don't think that if this exists this doesn't or this exists then the other doesn't it is that all exist simultaneously in the realization that there is no i there is a shrine that exists simultaneously for 2000 years as well as only for 10 years there is i existing simultaneously for centuries together and only for a lifetime or there is an i existing only for a lifetime and only for the last few years because i'm playing this role now so which is that i if we kind of blur those boundaries and surpass the notion of this duality or kind of get past from that notion of duality i think that that realization gets reinforced and we could start seeing it in everything and in that those when those boundaries blur the ego sort of diminishes and that is where the sense of being comes from like i said we should probably look at this conversation of sense of being in our next episode and take this conversation further with that we complete our today's conversation thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we've put the links in the description you can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now 
We hope that you have enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.